Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm James, and you're listening to Ergogo. Easy English podcast. This podcast is for people who are studying English, but maybe find television or films a little difficult to understand. If you can't understand every word or grammar point in these episodes, then please don't worry. If you practice listening to English every day, you will naturally become able to understand what I'm saying. Let's begin. Okay, so the uh, topic of today's episode is maybe a little strange. The title's a little strange. Beware of textbooks. They're not that scary, right? Not that dangerous. <laughs> But having said that, maybe there are some times when you should be careful. You should be aware of uh, the things inside textbooks. So... What kind of things? Well, perhaps the most obvious thing is mistakes. Lots of people um, seem to think that textbooks are this, like, um, ultimate, like, um, authority on uh, the language they're learning. So, in both. By that I mean like everything inside is absolutely perfect English or whatever language you're learning and uh, shouldn't be questioned. But that's certainly not the case. I have found some very odd examples of Japanese in textbooks I've used and I've also seen very odd examples of English Um, in textbooks that I have seen my friends using or maybe that I have seen on uh, Instagram as I'll often see people posting pictures of things they are studying on Instagram. So yes, there are mistakes. 
Now, another thing to be careful of, I think, is very formal examples of the language you're studying um, that maybe sound rather unnatural. Uh, and this is certainly true of Japanese textbooks. And I have seen uh, English textbooks where I think, well, it's correct, but it sounds very old fashioned. And if you end up speaking like that, it's, um, I think, just going to sound a little funny. But also, sometimes I find textbooks pretty confusing. Um, I'm talking about the stuff that I've seen printed, the things I've seen written in English textbooks. Um, so here's an example uh, that I saw recently. There's a question, and the question is, what kind of smart are you? Now, <laughs> I've never heard such a question. I know all of the words, obviously. I've no idea what the meaning of this question is. Um, so I read on, and it's it references strange things like body smart. I am body smart. I am people smart. I don't know what those are. I don't know what being body smart is. Does it mean that you're... Um, you know things about your body? <laughs> Does it mean you... Um, are good at looking after your body? I have really no idea. Um, I see there's also like picture smart and music smart. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. There's an entire section about what kind of smart you are. It's, does anyone who speaks English understand what this is? This is a Japanese textbook, by the way, that um, Japanese people are, learn, are using to learn English from, I believe. Yeah, so sometimes you just find incredibly weird examples of English that not even English-speaking people seem to understand. Other times, the questions are just ridiculously hard, even for native English speakers. So I remember um, my one friend coming to me, uh, she was a Japanese speaker, and coming to me with questions uh, about her homework. And... So I'd, I'd get to see her textbook a lot because she'd say, what does this mean? Or do you understand this question? That kind of thing. And some of the answers were fairly straightforward. You know, like, oh, you're meant to use this word instead. Um, but then some of them were very difficult. Very difficult, sometimes impossible. So I remember one... Um, one question which had three answers and it was like which of these answers is correct and I looked at all three and they were all like three different ways of saying the same thing so same meaning just different words maybe in a different order and uh, all of these three sentences as far as I could tell, were correct. I couldn't spot any grammatical mistakes, any grammar mistakes in the sentences. So I couldn't answer the question. I explained that they all seemed perfectly fine to me. 
um, if anyone said those questions in front of me, said the answers in front of me, I wouldn't think, well, that sounds strange. They just all looked fine. So she went back to school and apparently um, all of the students couldn't answer this question. So the teacher tried to explain it and also the teacher couldn't answer this question and he's an English teacher, a qualified English teacher. I think he tried to answer it but sort of found that when he did, he came unstuck. He didn't really fully understand what the book was supposed to be teaching people and who would to be honest it was um just a really difficult question i guess there must have been a correct answer but um i don't know but anyway the, the problem is and the reason i say beware of textbooks is because if you spend a long time trying to understand really silly examples like that, you're going to be wasting time. You could, I think in that scenario, in that example, the best thing to do is just move on. So don't spend too much time trying to understand everything in a textbook. Some things will be easy to understand, some things will be hard. Um, and some things are actually impossible to understand, even for native speakers. So, <laughs> so um, just try to take a textbook like a, um, a supplement to your learning. So not the main way that you learn a language, just something that can assist you, something that can help you. But it's not always correct. It's not always perfect. The English whatever language you're learning isn't always good so as well as a textbook you obviously need to um, support your learning with good English and good English usually comes from native media things that are made for people who speak English that's movies films books podcasts by native English speakers like me. <laughs> um, so yes, um, use textbooks if you enjoy them, uh, but just beware, just be mindful, just keep in mind um, that they're not always perfect. And sometimes if you're having a really hard time trying to understand something, maybe even a native speaker of the language you're learning wouldn't understand it either. Okay, well, I hope you have enjoyed uh, today's episode. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with me, the details are in the description of this episode. Uh, I do look forward to hearing from you. And I hope you have a lovely day. And I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.